Hello and welcome to Back to Basics Birthing. My name is Vicki Hobbs and I'm here to guide you, support you and provide you with information so you're feeling excited and confident about your birth. Birth is an incredible event, no matter how it happens. So I'm here to help you take the fear out of birth through education, planning and preparation. Your birth plan is more powerful than you know. A birth plan is not a legal document, but it can be used in a court of law to show how the woman expected to be treated and supported by her care providers during her labour and birth and the immediate postpartum period. The birth plan shows that a woman has done her research and understands normal physiological birth, interventions, risks and benefits and consent. A birth plan will ensure that the wants and needs of the mother are the most important part of her care rather than the wants and needs of her care providers. A woman needs to make sure her partner and her birth team are all working together to honour her birth plan and make her birth the best that it can be under any circumstances. The plan should cover different pathways of what ifs because birth doesn't always go to plan, which women know and they understand and of course they respect. A great resource I have recently been looking at is Birth Mapping by Catherine Bell, who has published a book that provides all those different pathways and what you must be including in your birth plan. For example, in Birth Mapping, there are three sections, the Fast Birth Pathway, the Expected Pathway and the Contingency Pathway. It's such a great resource and I totally recommend that you take a look at it. Another thing to consider is if you do not feel your care providers are supporting your wants and needs, then you have a choice. You can stay and accept the care that they're being offered to you or change providers to a more supportive one. Remember, with choice comes responsibility and consequences. So you have to own those choices. You have to own your birth. A birth plan does not mean you cannot change your mind later either. But what it does is it sets a platform for discussion, informed consent and trust. So on my website, I've also included my basic birth plan template for you to amend um, so you can make up your own individual birth plan. This is a guide only and you can add anything or take anything out to suit your own wants and needs. I'll be adding and changing this birth plan template once I do more work around the birth mapping concept that I just mentioned. You will notice that the language is not passive. It is to the point and clearly highlights your choices. As I mentioned previously with the ideas from the birth mapping book, Catherine states that it's your birth, your way, and you have to provide active language that clearly states your decisions that doesn't give away your power. If interventions are required, then that is a different pathway and you need to also include those carefully researched sections in your birth plan. I also advise women to read and print out a copy of the Australian Medical Association Maternity Decision Making Guidelines and attach that to your birth plan. Along with the AMA Maternity Decision Making Guidelines, I also include the RANSCOG Consent and Provision of Information to Patients in Australia regarding proposed treatment. Prepare your birth plan and give one copy to the obstetrician at your next appointment and ask for it to be placed in your file. Do this early rather than towards the end of your pregnancy when there's more challenges if you want to change care providers. 
I also suggest that you take several copies of your birth plan and the AMA guidelines when arriving at the hospital during labour and have those on hand in the birthing suite for anyone who hasn't looked at your birth plan. There's also a really great article that was co-written by Professor Hannah Darlin, who is the Professor of Midwifery at the University of Western Sydney, and Bashi Kumar, who is also a human rights lawyer specialising in human rights in childbirth. That article called Don't Throw the Birth Plan Out with the Birthwater is a great way of giving you more information about how important your birth plan is. So if you'd like a copy of that, go to my website, uh, to, this, to this blog, Your Birth, Your Birth Plan is More Powerful Than You Know, and the link for that will be there. It is also important that consent, that you understand that consent can be withdrawn at any time as well. The key thing is to make sure that your birth team are all on the same page as you and know what your wants and needs are for this birth. Do not lock in with a healthcare provider until you're certain that they're going to support your decisions and you can do that by asking all the relevant questions. If they are not on the same page or if there's any red flags, then you have time to make a choice to seek out alternative care. You can also document discussions that you have with your care provider, particularly around a risk or benefit when, you, when you've asked for the research or the evidence. If you're not satisfied that, they, that they've provided you with enough evidence-based information, then you can say, I understand what you've told me about the risks and benefits of that recommendation and I still decline or do not consent to that. If a healthcare provider continues to harass or bully you about a recommendation, then you can say, I'd like to see that policy or that research or that evidence in writing. And I'd like you to notify your legal department that you're going to force me to have an intervention or a treatment that I have formally declined. If that doesn't work, then ask to speak to the hospital or patient advocate who will then need to document all discussions between you and your care provider. This is another benefit of having a birth plan documented in your file. It is also important that women recognise that they have rights when it comes to childbirth. You are not just a vessel for incubating your baby and you have the right to consent, not consent or withdraw consent at any time. You are protected by the law when it comes to consent for medical procedures and in the article that I wrote, uh, The Rights of Childbearing Women in Australia, I've also included links that highlight the protection of women and the legalities around consent. So you can check that on my, on my blog page, The Rights of Childbearing Women. Dr. Rachel Reed from Midwife Thinking has also written about consent in the law in her article where she states, it seems that many healthcare prof professionals are routinely putting themselves at risk of legal, legal action in relation to information giving or not as the case may be. Either they are unaware of the implications or they think women will never hold them accountable. This, this article that Rachel has written is a very brief and basic overview of law, Australian law, in relation to if information giving. So if you go to Rachel's website, which is Midwife Thinking, and you do a search on information giving and the law, that will bring up that article. If you feel you need more information about creating a birth plan, then please do not hesitate to contact me and we can book an appointment to pre prepare a plan based on your set of circumstances. 
If you'd like more information about any of my services, then go to my website, www.vickihobbs.com. That's V-I-C-K-I-H-O-B-B-S.com. Thank you for listening to Back to Basics Birthing. If you would like to get more information about my childbirth education classes, Hypnobirthing Australia classes, fear release sessions, online course, VBAC education, pregnancy massage or any of my other services, please visit my website at backtobasicsbirthing.com.au.